0: Maybe some maybe some food I don't know okay, so do you enjoy do do you do it for uh um, power or love okay, so now 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 that now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math guys, this is gonna be hard so we're gonna try to talk about real inches so let's say you uh the average cock is about six inches you six okay, just try to be generous here, my friend, okay. So let's see, one up, one down, one pass is one up, one down, that's a foot. Let's see, there are uh, 4,580 feet in a mile, right? Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math, and I came up with like 108,000 odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. Thank you. I feel so close to you all tonight and I want to share with you the dream of the boys camp that never was, but could have been in Lake Put-It-In-Me, Wisconsin. It was a little something like this. <clears throat> oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way on your shore put it in me i am yours put it in me put it in me every day thank you ladies gentlemen thank you pam
1: brady pearson everyone
2: yay brady pearson coming up soon his new musical uh, which is going to be great, little orphan Fanny. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your rendition of "It's a Hard Cock Life" again. It's just going to lift my spirits. <laughs> uh, your next comedian, uh, hey Sam, it's you. Because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West. Yay!
3: Just one, right? All right. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm going to do a little bit of new stuff and try reworking stuff. The worst when I say that and then I do stuff that I think is good and I bomb then. Is actually, All right. I had the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad till you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character? Or I was praying to Christopher Robin every night to make it stop. My father being a police officer instilled good values within me, you know. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Keep your chin up, you know. Pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. I get too high, I can't do basic household chores. Last week I fucked up vacuum cleaning. Here's what happened. It got so high, I had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time. Hell yeah. All I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. (laughs) Got one of those Roomba vacuums recently. You know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to Amazon. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and let it go for a while. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why Sam has a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. Yeah, my dad was always there for me. Single father for a little while, you know? I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. I did what any child would do, called out in terror. Daddy, daddy. And he came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. Sorry about your dad coming. Um... No, we've all seen our dads come. You know, boys in the house, we've all seen that. We've all not, not dads come, Jesus Christ. We've all seen our dads' dicks. That's what I meant to say. Holy shit, those are different things, Jesus Christ. But, it's, it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's cock growing up. So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age, you know? Well, Jerry the surgery, the paperwork's done, let's hop by in the car, stop by the nursing home, say hi to Pops and make this thing official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. I have a pet alligator with species dysphoria. Whenever he thinks about it, he gets so depressed, he starts crying big crocodile tears. Sometimes I wonder if carrots and pumpkins get jealous that oranges won the color I fucked up the other day on Thanksgiving put the turkey in the oven at 32 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 320 baked the damn thing frozen well you guys want more dick jokes about my dad's dick well lucky lucky for you I have one joke about my dad's dick in my back pocket at all times Uh, my dad cloned himself and now I can't figure out which dick I came out of All right, I'll end it with this, okay? Uh, yeah, let's end it with this. I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio recently. I really liked him, but he kept making everything too kinky, you know? He said he wanted to role play. He wanted me to be Elmo. I said, fuck it, i do a decent Elmo impression. Elmo likes that. You know, whatever, I'll fuck around. But he never told me what he was gonna be. And I had to find out the hard way when midway through coitus, he turned around and looked at me and said,
2: I'm a real boy.
3: All right, thanks, everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sam West, everyone. Yay. He's a real boy. Um, Machine, you're technically on the list, but you just walked in. Do you want to wait a second? Okay, so let's, um, we have a newcomer to the room. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kapani. Yeah.
3: Hi,
1: everyone.
4: I uh, didn't plan for, uh, like, logistically coming up here. And I was like, I don't know if you should wear the jacket, because, like, that guy, oh, he left, Ian wore a jacket, but like some people didn't, you know? Okay. Um, ripped. <laughs> um, so something I really love is that the term is a registered sex offender, because it implies that there's like a wait list you have to wait on in order to become registered. Um, so I imagine out there somewhere there's a guy and he's like 38 and he pants himself in front of an eight year old last year. And he goes home for Christmas, and his mom's like, Tommy, you're not good for shit. <laughs> Your brother's a registered felon, and you're still on the sex offender wait list. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, it's my first time coming out tonight. And uh, I really, uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to give this an honest go. So I called my ex-boyfriend, and I was like, what should I put in a uh, stand-up set? And he's like, do an impression. People love impressions. In my mind, this is going to be a lot more slick. So, uh, I have a couple of impressions. This is my first one. This is called getting onto the Muni bus. This is called <laughs> this is called being a rich person getting onto the Muni bus. Beep. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, There's a chair here now. Um, I have another impression. It's a Russian woman who just moved to San Francisco. Um, I just moved to San Francisco, and I meet a man. He tells me he works for Google. I say, Google. I love the nose, the overcoat. That's humor, satire. He goes, no. Google. I say, yes. Google. He says, no. Google it. I say, I cannot. Google's dead. Um <laughs> these are these are my <laughs> These these are my friends. I didn't ask them to come. They showed up. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. <laughs> um what was next? I wrote it down. Oh, okay. Um sex for the first time is a little bit like running on the treadmill while watching Seinfeld because you think It's going to be a really great idea, but it's just absolutely terrible. (laughs) Um, Speaking of my dating life, um, I don't know if this ever happens to you, but like someone asks for your phone number, and they're they're like, hey, I really like the size of your bike tires. (laughs) You want to go for a bike ride sometime? And uh, when he had my phone number, I was like, is this like a platonic hangout, or is this a date? Um, right? And so so we're on the bike ride, and he's like, <coughs> I'm a 31-year-old adult man. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that. You know, context clues. But <laughs> um, we're on the bike ride, and he's like, giving me advice for setting up, like, a work-life balance and, like, oh, my God, making friends for the first time. Um, and then I realized that there's a third category outside of platonic and date. There is 31 year adult man who wants to test drive having an adult daughter. (laughs) So at the end of our um, daddy daughter hangout, he asks me, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, okay, sure. And as he's giving me a hug, he whispers in my ear, you're gonna be okay. Thank you. Kabbani
2: everyone, clap it up for a first time. That's exciting, yay. Yay. Um, hey, do you want to wait for a second and chill out? Okay. Um, your next comedian, he's also pretty new to comedy, and he's been telling us some pretty wicked awesome stories. Put your hands together, everybody, for Machine.
5: How's it going, everybody? Hi, Lauren. How are you doing there? Nice to see you. Um, so, I've been telling stories, and I came on the bus on Oz- with Ozera there, and I saw somebody turning up in a fucking Tesla last week. Was that one of you comedians turning up in a fucking Tesla? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we came on the bus. I came with this gentleman on the bus, the 33 all the way from uh, Richmond. I don't look like I'd ride the bus, but the Muni is awesome. I'm going to have a quick, uh, quick wee story about the World Cup that's coming up uh, on uh, Sunday there. Argentina against France. Who do you all want to win? You do? Exactly. (laughs) Fuck it. And that's exactly the fucking whole point of this story, is England, the motherfuckers, been walking around the world, all those white boys, fucking, dude, pedophilia through the whole fucking, the whole world, and still wanting to win the World Cup. Now, does anyone know about the 1986 World Cup uh, in the Hand of God by Diego Maradona? You know that? Argentina fucking beat England in the World Cup final. And Diego Maradona, he was six inches shorter than the goalie he was coming up against, Peter Shilton. And he went for the header, he put his hand up, fucking hit the ball in with his hand to take them ahead 1-0 and they end up winning. They won 2-1 in the end. It's the one of the biggest controversies in the, in World Cup history. But, to Diego Maradona's um to uh, he 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 coined it by saying uh, you know the Mal, he said Malvinas at the end of it. I don't know if you know what Malvinas is. It's the Falklands War in 1982 where the UK sent their whole fucking fleet over to the Falklands and killed 200 um, Argentinians with in the General Belgrano the submarine by putting a. Uh, uh, exclusion zone round that looked like a panhandle. It was supposed to be 200 miles round the the Falklands, and they put it like that, and it went right round like this to 400 miles out where those soldiers, where those seamen were. Anyway, so, getting back to Argentina, fucking yes, Argentina, because France just fucking beat England, and we're all happy about that, being Scottish, and this Indian gentleman here, I'm sure he's fucking well happy about it too. That England got freaking uh, got knocked knocked out again. England are the type of country that they always claim that somebody is British once they start winning something. So the last the last white man to win to be the fastest man in the world with no African descent was called Alan Wells and he's from Scotland. And from seventy eight to eighty four, he was Scottish until except for the year 1980, when he won the Olympics as the fastest man in the world. He was the fastest man in the world for all that time, but England decided to claim him as a British just because he was doing so fucking well. Um, So, I'm gonna say it, sorry all you English fans out there, fuck the English, sorry. And I've got a lot of English friends, I've got a lot of Irish friends. I was out with one of my English friends last night, I'm actually not going to tell that story because it's a bit too fresh. It's a bit too fucking fresh. Anyway, the Scots, being the fiercest country in the world, you should be claiming yourselves. Gordon Ramsay, born in fucking Scotland in Renfrewshire, he claims himself to be English now just for the fucking title of being fucking English or British. Suck it, Gordon Ramsay. You may be the best chef in the world, but you're fucking Scottish and you should be claiming that. You drop 10 Scotsmen from the Gorbals in any war, Afghanistan, Ukraine, anywhere, drop them in with a shiv, a knife, and the fucking war will be over within, within 10 days. And I'm not even joking. 10 of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm from, the, I'm from just up from them, 20 miles away. I wouldn't fuck with all 10 of them. Nine of them, maybe. But. So, football, soccer is the biggest sport on the planet. But you don't care about it anymore because the US got knocked out. Even though when the US beat Colombia in. Uh, what year was that? You know. US beat Colombia in. Shit. Let's say it was uh, 94, And the gentleman who, who scored the own goal for Colombia, he got fucking massacred outside the nightclub in Colombia for scoring an own goal. 2 1. The US won 2 1. They still didn't do shit. More people turned up to his funeral. 120,000 people turned up to his funeral. More people than has ever been to a women's world soccer game. Sorry, I just had to drop that one in there. Sorry. Anywho, I'm going to wrap it up there because there's way too much to talk about here. (laughs) There's so much to talk about, it's ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is if you're from fucking Scotland, all you fuckers out there, including Gordon Ramsay, um. Claim you're from Scotland, because it gives you a lot more uh, oomph in the world now than saying that you're British or English. I'm going to get slaughtered outside here. Thank you very much. Bye.
2: Yay. Ah! Go Argentina. Professor Machine. Yay. We learned so much about colonization in the World Cup. All right, your next comedian, she's one of my favorite people in San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay.
6: Thank you hello I you would think that when I you get to be my age you wouldn't be so self-conscious and awkward around people Hi, how you doing okay I know I'm ridiculous yesterday I I met this guy for the first time and we had a little chat and when we left when I left I said nice seeing you again but like what did I fall in my head between hello and goodbye I know how else I'm ridiculous. I haven't had any, I don't have any um, fashion sense since I left high school. Jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. It's a look. It's not my fault I don't know how to dress. My mother didn't have any fashion sense either. Her only advice to me was the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. But one thing I am good at, and I hate to brag because it's so unbecoming, but I'm an excellent anorexic. Thank you. I'm really good at it. So if you have any food you got, had, wants to be ignored, I'm your girl. You never hear of anyone pimping themselves out for being an anorexic? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lauren, and I'd be happy to lo- help you lose those extra 10 pounds. You want to keep one resolution this year? Hire me and you'll never look at food the same way again. Okay, thank you. Here's a depressing thought. (laughs) Wait, we haven't gotten to it yet. (laughs) I've been clinically depressed more than half my life. Here's an uplifting thought. At last count, 27 of my various therapist kids attended Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. Coincidence? That's just a long way around saying I've been in therapy forever. Okay. Another depressing thought. I have a BA in English and theater, a master's in creative writing, a teaching credential, and a certificate of completion from Columbia University School of Bartending. All true. And yet I stand before you without a steady job. Here's an uplifting thought. At my last job, I got a free drink ticket. Comedy pays. Thank you. Depressing thought. Most women my age are married or in a relationship, have kids and grandkids, good jobs, nice, nice homes in Walnut Creek or some other dumb fuck place. I have none of those things. Here's an uplifting thought. Most women my age are dead. Oh, well, I'll have to work on that when I get back to you. Thank you you don't sit out to ruin a day you don't you'd smoke one too many blunts take one too many naps pee in the kitchen sink and boom the whole day is fucked then you might as well stay home and not go to the open mic because nobody wants to see an old giraffe telling jokes not that one (laughs) thank you Um, all right what do we end on oh yeah Um, because I have OCD people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions when you have obsessions you worry a lot you avoid unlucky things like raisins with compulsions you repeat certain actions over and over you touch and count on whatever says touch me count me Should you have both and you obsess all day about your compulsions then you're fucked did I touch the kitchen table? Did I touch the kitchen table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Fridays. Fighting crime. You'd have to be there to see it. All right. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren Crow. Yay, Lauren Crow, everyone! Hooray!
2: Yay! All right. Your next comedian, another very funny man, runs a show on Wednesdays at Devil's Acre in North Beach. Clap your hands together for Dan Britton.
7: give it up for Kaplani who Kapani Kipani. Kapani who did her first set here tonight. You guys all just saw it. Hey, before you guys get out of here, hang around cuz I'm going to reference you all, okay? How, hey, how old are you guys? And okay. 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 Give it up for the 19-year-old who just started sucking dick, everybody. Give it up for the 21-year-old who refuses to suck dick, everybody. (laughs) She needs uh, some luck from you guys. Anyway, sorry. Um, I am just only now starting to write jokes. Machine's going to come out in the middle of this being like, what the fuck is going on out here? But um, this is a joke called neurodiversity. If if I don't make eye contact with any of you, it's not that I'm not connecting with you. It's just that I'm trying to say this exactly how I wrote it. Um, I'm learning to accept myself as I am. There are so many things that I love about me. I'm a good man. I like spaghetti. These are easy to accept. But there are some things about me I wish that I didn't have. Like I wish I could get my, an itemized receipt for God and just be like, you mind if I exchange in this addictive personality? Okay, that joke blows. Okay. These things are harder to accept. I'm neurodiverse, right? My brain doesn't work like yours or like most people's. That's hard to accept. I'm dyslexic and I have ADHD I bounce around from thing to thing never quite completing anything all the while being confused by letters and numbers it's rather dizzying my my lifestyle is weirdly reminiscent of Willy Wonka's office just a whole spectrum of shit that's halfway done oh my god this is fucking blowing but I'm gonna we're all gonna suffer through this cuz I need to know if this shit's funny any part of it okay I have two planners where some things are written in one, but not the other. I'm in the middle of 75 books. Or is it 57? And I get frustrated with myself. I witness my behaviors and my past, and I ask myself cra- passive aggressive questions like, and I want to be a father someday. <laughs> I hope to pass on wisdom to the next generation, but no matter how frustrating these parts of me are it's not fair to get mad at myself because of my brain type I have to accept the person that I am with love and pride I'll give you an example this morning I was having my coffee and I decided I wanted a muffin because I had two al pastor quesadillas for dinner last night and thought why not <laughs> let's just intentionally constipate myself that way, I don't have to worry about using a bathroom all day long. <laughs> this is the logic of a fucking moron. <laughs> so I drive to the bakery, order a muffin, pay for it, get back in the car, drive home. Once I get in my house, I, fi- I say, finally, I'm ready to eat my muffin. I look around for a minute, I check my pockets, check my car, and I realize I didn't bring a muffin home with me, I forgot it, which means that I must have walked into the bakery, ordered a muffin, paid for it, and then just turned around and left like an insane person. So what do I do? I get back in my car, I drive back to the bakery, find the same cashier, and say out loud to another adult, hey man, I forgot my muffin. The muffin man says, I don't remember you. Like How could you not remember? I I was just here 10 minutes ago. This wasn't my bullshit. This was him adding his bullshit onto my bullshit. And I said, let me refresh your memory. Oh, no, no, sorry. He said, look, man, I sell a lot of muffins to a lot of people. I said, let me refresh your memory. I'm the guy who's going to smash your head through that display case unless you bestow upon me a goddamn muffin. Quick note about this. I know that this wasn't a nice thing to say to another person. I didn't even really even want the muffin at this point. I just wanted my quest to get the muffin to be over. Whole thing fucking blows. Good thing I spent two days writing this. So he gives me the muffin and I drive home. When I exit the car, my attention is on taking the muffin inside with me. So I get out, close the car door, walk up to the, to my building. I reach for my keys, and I realize I just locked the keys in my car. So now I'm standing outside in the cold, muffin in hand like a total jerk-off. God, none of these punchlines work. This is when I get angry with myself. I say, God damn it, Daniel, and I smash the muffin on the ground. Now I have what I call a three-pronged problem. I'm stranded out in the cold, can't get in the car, can't get in the house, and once again, I have no muffin. Oh, and the coffee that I had is kicking in, and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. I find myself asking hurtful questions like, what am I, a fucking idiot? And I remember I have to come up with an answer rooted in positivity and pride, and I say, I'm not an idiot. I'm neurodiverse. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. This was awful.
2: Dan Britton, what flavor muffin was it? It was, of course, it was blueberry. That's the best flavor. That's the only worthwhile flavor of muffin, I think. All right, your next comedian. Clap your
8: hands together, everybody. For Azara Malik, yay! Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Um, uh, you guys, uh, uh, like, you are 21, she's 19, and you're, I believe, 22, right? I recently celebrated my 25th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things are happening in my life. For example, I'm dating this new girl. She's a conservative Muslim, very orthodox and we have not done it yet. She wants to wait Uh, and I completely respect her decision because I love her. I think it's the right thing to do. We have decided to wait until she turns 18. All right. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Uh, which means um, uh, i take showers only on fridays uh, for people who did not get that uh, fridays for muslims is like sundays for uh, pedophiles all right moving on uh, you know as as muslims we are not concerned about finding the right person because we have so many cousins to choose from i mean even if you do not marry the right one you can always marry one more sister that Like uh, before uh, my parents got married, uh, they were both cousins actually. How weird is that? That is fucking weird. Um, Here's what, here's even worse. My father actually wanted to get married to my aunt, but it did not work out. So he ended up marrying my biological mother. It is, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. This uh, one time, um, I was at my parents' place, Uh, I was sitting in the living room and there was pin drop silence. My mother was probably in her bedroom sleeping and I don't know where my father was and I see an Amazon Alexa device on the table and I turn it on and I hear loud moaning voices of a woman having rough sex and this is my home and we are super religious and so I immediately whip out my phone to see if it is connected to uh, to the Alexa and it is not so I rush to my bedroom I opened the door and I spot my father watching porn. I mean, immediately I do something. I pull off the cables and in the meantime, my mo- mother walks out and she's like, what is happening? What was that? Now I'm in a muddle. Do I turn my father in or do I not? Do I, do I or do I not? So at On that day, I basically took the blame and saved my ass, saved my father's ass that day. Uh, It was super awkward at the dinner table. I don't get why people consume pornography. I don't get why they find it so appealing. I can only tell you why I like it. Um, I was a handsome kid growing up, uh, still am, and I never had to pay for sex. Not once. Never spent a dime on such things because we are all cousins. All right, that was a callback. Uh, uh, I am like, I grew up in a super religious family and uh, we were not allowed to talk about sex or even listen to my m- music as well. My father was so religious and so I naturally became curious about what's it like having sex with musicians? Like do they hit a gong at the start of every make out session? Do they moan in beats? Uh, do they do a drum roll when you're about to come? I don't know. I have a million questions. Uh, musicians in the crowd, call me, all right? All right, that was my time, guys. Thank you so much.
2: A, people, Uzair Emily. Yay, thanks for coming. All right. Oh, good. Yeah, good luck. Be safe. Thanks for being here. All right, your next comedian just walked in the door. Put your hands together, everybody. for Ajay Damodaran. Yeah. What does it take to get you out? My mentality
1: is getting ill.
9: My bad. My bad. I, yeah, it was a high crowd work. No, not going to do. <laughs> All right. How Hey guys doing on a Friday. We doing, we doing good. Sir. I remember you from last time. What was your name again? You are machine. You have a last name machine machine. Are you like an R and B singer or some shit? What is this? You have just modern him. Mill metal machine. All right, I'm gonna stop talking to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Metal Machine, Jesus. There's something about like communism there. There's something about we're all gonna. We, you're taking over. You're just. You're. You're like a robot basically, right? That's what you're telling us. You are, and you're just learning how to do stand up. And like you're, we're giving you data right now. Fuck out of here, dude. At least be discreet about how you <laughs> steal our craft. Um, no. Uh, I'm gonna do jokes. Um, okay. Uh. Yeah, I uh, I'm thinking about quitting porn. Call back to Uzair talking about porn. Uh, I think about qu- quitting porn because I feel like porn like has like fucked up like the standards of like women that I think I can get with like because like because porn sites won't stop you from jerking off to women that are definitely out of your league, right? I feel like that would be like a good solution if you want like healthy porn consumption. It's like anytime you click on a link, it's like no no no, this is too hot for you. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, you uh you're you need to jerk off something a lot in a lot lower jack bracket gonna keep it Pam I'm gonna keep it I don't care I like jack. I like Jack bracket my face is so cold um okay here let me tell you another joke uh I uh, I went to a steakhouse recently and uh I got a, I got a roadkill like they had a roadkill on the menu I was like I want to try that and uh, I was really curious because they also said locally sourced so I was like that, that sounds sounds healthy uh and the dude's like fantastic choice and he brought brought me out a liver just a straight up liver. I was like, "What is this?" He's like, "Yeah, dude, the guy that usually runs over the animals hit a tree." <laughs> I was like, "So how's this specialty?" He's like, "Yeah, because it's beer battered." Okay, that's a fantastic joke. I appreciate you guys. Um, I uh, I live with three women, which makes like, it makes using the restroom really hard because I'm like very self conscious about like if they're listening, right? Like, but like that's just I'm never gonna fuck them. Like I'm never gonna fuck the women I live with, right? oh no <laughs> no but uh they all have friends though so like i feel like i should do my part to be like hey maybe like use your imagination maybe he has like a massive you know right like so uh, anytime they're around like i just actually ex- I, I just make sure to, like pee extra hard like it sounds like i'm just packing down there but uh <laughs> okay that's weird um but like shitting is even worse though because like i don't want them to hear like what that sounds like coming out of me right and we have two bathrooms in this house one has like a loud fan and like the other has a bidet, right? Which is it's a dilemma because I like I like a clean hassle, but I also like my privacy. The loud fan, but I usually go with a bidet because the sound of me like shitting is usually drowned out by the sound of me coming. So, all right, <laughs> that's the best joke I have tonight. So you guys better fucking like that shit. Okay, no, um, I uh, you guys know Outcast like the 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 rap group Outcast familiar. Lauren, I'll help you out. Don't worry. It's uh, they have this one song. It's called "So Fresh and So Clean." It's like a like it's an R&B song, but there's this one lyric that always gets me. There's a lyric that says, "I love the way that you are. I love the way that you ain't. You so and Frank, let's hide out in the attic about two weeks." That's that's a real lyric, yeah. So apparently two. That's that's two is just the number of platinum albums you need to write a song about fucking a woman in an attic to protect her from Nazis. That's that's how many platinum albums you need okay you guys have been fun i'm gonna get out of here have a nice night dude
2: yay jay tamadaran there's two comedians left everyone clap your hands together everybody for sean durham yay
10: I'm a uh, I'm injured so I need a chair tonight. I stepped on a piece of glass that broke off of a bottle of onion powder. Yeah. This is why white people are afraid of seasoning. <laughs> well, that's going to be my only laugh tonight. I'm going to get into a new one here. Uh I uh, I've been watching a lot of murder documentaries. And uh and they're pretty fun, right? Murders kind of interesting. But uh, I do feel like we all oh, we do need like a little bit of murder in the world, right? Like we can't have none. Like a little little bit's good. It's like a uh, chocolate, you know? If you eat a little bit of chocolate, it's good for you. You eat too much and then we get child slavery. Yeah. I know. That's dark chocolate. Um but uh but, yeah, I uh I, d- I really do think we need like a little bit because I need like the threat of murder to not do some things, you know, like if there was no threat of murder, I would never let people merge in traffic Cause, Like that's really the only thing is me thinking like what are they going to do to me if I don't let them in and uh, I would never pick up poop in my neighborhood because um, like really when I pick up poop, I'm just thinking of like uh, my neighbor chasing me down afterwards but all right there's not really anything funny here i'm going to move on uh but uh yeah i don't think i could be a murderer because i'm uh squeamish around blood not for any like moral reasons or consequences just cuz blood's a little icky but uh yeah where where else was i going with this oh do you, do you guys know how there's, like, people who pass out from blood? Oh, you're one of them? It must be a rough life, you know? Because I was just, like, imagining someone's, like, railing you, you know? And then you just feel them go limp behind you. And you turn around, and you're like, oh, shit. I started my period. No? Not a good one? Okay. That was a period blood joke. My bad. Um, What else do I want to talk about? Uh, oh, ooh, ooh. I, I have this uh, issue of getting like hard randomly, uh, and it happens a lot when I'm in class, like sitting at my desk, which is a pretty big issue for me because I'm the teacher of said class. <laughs> That's the type of laugh we're doing tonight. But uh, like last time this happened to me, I actually had a kid like raise his hand. And he was like, "Hey, Mister Darum, can you come over here?" No, no. I'm trying not to come over here, (laughs) but he just like he kept egging me on. He wouldn't accept that I wouldn't come over there, you know. So I, I just decided to get angry with him. I didn't know what else to do, and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna call your parents." And then I did. I said, "Hey, is this Jimmy's mom? Hey, this is Mr. Darum. Can you talk dirty to me?" Um, by the way just a little caveat before I get I, uh, I I I didn't get hard because of my kids I'm not attracted to my children they're ugly all right that's my time thank you
2: John Durham, high school junior high school teacher extraordinaire yeah cool uh we have uh a one last comedian everyone and he's new to the room so thanks for sticking around clap your hands wildly everybody for j t
11: hell yeah man uh yeah thanks for sticking around dude uh were we all here when that guy was going in about his dad's dick yes right all right most some of you guys weren't Christ. i'm just uh i want to riff on it because it's been sitting in my head dude, <laughs> fucking, um, God, what was it? <laughs> it was sitting in my head for like an hour and now it's gone, dude. Fuck. Um, all right. I, I did see my dad's dick. Uh, I saw it at a urinal. Uh, I mean, cause I, you know, I was next to him. I wasn't like, Oh shit, what the fuck? Like I was standing next to him. You think your dad, seeing your dad's dick sucks. Do you imagine, can you imagine like seeing him do like the wiggle after he finishes pissing? That's what I had in mind the whole time, dude. Holy shit. This is going to be a terrible set. Uh, <laughs> I'm home for the holidays, and um, I've just been running into people um, the entire week. Like, I, I was catching up with this one dude that I used to know, and he told me that he, uh, he had to call the suicide hotline, which is incredibly worrying, but that is not the answer to the question, what's new with you, pal? You know what I'm saying? Why? Are, this is why we catch up instead of talk regularly and also like you can't like it's <laughs> already going terrible this is like <laughs> i mean you can't like reciprocate with the same energies like oh suicide nice well i'm going on walks more you know what i'm saying also like i was wondering there is a like how do you when you and when you call a crisis hotline how do you uh introduce yourself because like there's definitely a wrong way you know what i'm saying it's like, it's Suicide Hotline, how can I help you? hey I mean, you can't do that. You have to... You you, you you at least have to start off informal and then get to like, Man, you ain't gonna believe this. But I've lost everything. Uh, I was fired at my job because I kept doing that accent. I don't see what the big deal is. All I have to do is uh, call potential voters. Uh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> this is alright. Low stakes. What is this, five of us? We're good, bro. We're chilling. Um. Yeah, I've just been running into weird people that I knew in grade school. Uh, Like this one dude, I remember, I ran into CVS. His name was Owen. Uh, Back in school, Owen was uh, very religious, uh, and he also had three nipples. uh, And other qualities. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) It really is how you remember people, right? It's never like how they are as people. It's always like their weird quirks. It's, It's never like, oh, she was such a strong and spirited woman. We're like, man, she used to fuck a lot of bartenders. Holy shit! Oh, she chasing. Um, and like, jeez, I'm stalling because I forgot this next part. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's like, I, he, I remember he had three nipples because he showed it to us. He showed it unprompted, which is always how you want to see birth defects. I mean, I remember he was just like, I have a fucking secret. I'm fucking hideous. And the teacher's like, if you have nothing to share for show and tell, you just you can sit back down, honestly. It's not even your turn yet. You go tomorrow. Um, every lunch uh, before he started eating, he used to do like a Hail Mary. Dude, I didn't even know that was a religious thing. I thought he was checking to see if they're all still there. Like one hand just peeled off and fall to the side or something. Like I half expected him to just be like, Everyone check your food. That's what I, that's what I honestly imagine. And, uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God, dude. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, I'm Indian, and growing up, I had to listen to a lot of Bollywood songs. And, uh, I just noticed this the other day. A lot of these, like, songs are like a mix between, like, English and, like, Hindi or whatever, Indian language. The English part, it's always what Indians think a black person sounds like. You just turn it on, it's like, yeah, damn, girl, this moves a cray cray. It's like, what the fuck? What are you, the character in a dance video game? What's wrong with you? And the Indian part, all right, fucking. That's how I'm going to end my set, dude. That's how I'm going to end my set. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, yeah.
2: Wow. And that, was, that was cute. It, and there, I mean, maybe ostensibly there's people listening on the internet, but who knows? Um, I don't know if I feel like doing jokes or not. Uh, I mean, I feel like I should just because, I mean, I have the opportunity, so I mean, I guess I should run some stuff. Um, okay, I'll do that. Yay.
1: Yay.
2: Oh, that's why it's so cold. We left the door open. That's, no, that doesn't matter. We're almost done. It's, it's just, I kept thinking like, why is it so fucking cold in here? And it's because someone left the door open like an idiot. I know, right? It's just crazy. I've been doing a lot of acid lately trying to get my head straight. Not helping. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I've been thinking a lot of a lot of real lot of real strange thoughts as I've been uh, walking around the streets on acid and I and I feel I feel like a modern day philosopher. I feel a lot like Socrates and I yeah, I just compared myself to Socrates. But I I, I've been walking a lot, and I've been thinking a lot, and I realized why Socrates never wrote anything down. He's going to get us all in trouble, because I've been thinking some dark, fucked up thoughts. Like, I've been very, very lonely. And do you know the pandemic was hard, and we were all, like, on the streets in despair and walking and confused? And I had a thought and I shouldn't have written it down. And when I thought that thought, I thought I shouldn't write this down. But then I was like, I'm gonna write this down. I should write down this thought. But then once I wrote down that thought, I was like, fuck, now it's written down. Now I've gotta say it. And the thought uh, was that I'm so bored and so lonely that I wanna rip my IUD out with my bare claws and have sex with some random guy So I can get impregnated, so I can have an abortion, just for some free drugs and something to do. Like I'm bored. I'm so bored. See, I shouldn't have written that down. That's a terrible. I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Have the baby? Yeah. No, that's a terrible idea. No, I like drinking. I don't like babies. That's insane. If I had a baby, America, this is crazy. Roe v. Wade, right? Uh, America, make me have a baby. This is terrible. I would need some tools, um, so I could drill a hole, in uh, in my dude's trunk, uh, so the baby could breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar. You see, you put the baby in the trunk, the car. It's safe, safe place for a baby. No, safe place. I can breathe. I have a little sleeping bag. The safest thing I can think of for a baby. Uh, you know, I've been thinking terrible, terrible thoughts, weird things too. Like just how incredibly selfish men are because um, women, we have babies and then you can pump our boobs and it's a gland that secretes like liquid with a nutritive and colorative content, right? This doesn't seem weird to you? Do we eat this? And then also we do it to other animals. We're like, oh, we'll make them have babies and then we'll take their milk. But men naturally can also produce a liquid that has nutritive and colorative content. And before you're thinking I'm advocating for babies sucking dick, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we can collect that, you know, from your nutsack forever. And maybe you actually hold the key to solving world hunger we can make well I mean because they homogenize and pasteurize the milk so maybe we should do that with the the jizz and and we call it nut butter It can save everyone I should never write things down I shouldn't do that That's terrible thank you for a few for staying I appreciate that uh, everybody have a good night
1: Between love and hate And she'll sit back and enjoy it It's a thing Yes it is, yes it is that Between love, love and hate, hate. She will fool you one day The sweetest woman in the world Could be the meanest woman in the world If you make her that way You keep hurting her, she keep being quiet she might be holding something inside that'll really, really hurt you one day. Here I am laying in the hospital, bandaged from feet to head, in a state of shock.
10: Mutiny Radio. FM This is the Found Round Sound Show, which we're featuring the music from the films of John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.